Have you ever had a really good, good bomb? Something that you could put on your chapped winter skin that instantly soothes, giving you a lasting relief? You'll drive far, long distances to get something once you find it that works. Jeremiah today is crying out for a balm to heal his people, the people of Israel who have gotten lost amid their habitual negativity and these negative actions that they're showing towards one another. Actions that hurt and destroy. Actions that cause harm and destruction among people. We, too, can be people of destruction today. With our hectic schedules and our individualistic lifestyles, we allow fear to keep us from interacting with people. With society telling us everything must be a certain way, we allow those unachievable standards to come between our interaction with others. We allow the ideal of self-preservation to blind us from others. We have indeed adopted harmful behaviors. The house isn't perfectly clean. You better not invite anyone over. You've had a rough day and you don't look very presentable. Better not call to meet up with a friend. You're experiencing real feelings of grief, despair, heartache, and depression. Yeah, you better not share that with anyone. We all need someone to talk to. Even the introverts among us. Tim, what Enneagram number are they? (laughs) Even those of us that don't care to be around a lot of people still desire a friend to talk with. Yet we don't make time for talking, for truly getting to know people. When we can't find someone to listen to, we either end up telling total strangers, like the poor person that ends up checking you out at the register there, fairway, way too much about your life, or we end up paying therapists to listen to us. There's something about us, about being human, that refuses is incapable of keeping everything bottled up inside us that makes these emotions pour out one way or another. There's something about us that wants to be heard. I think there's something very true even about the terminology that we use to describe our emotions. We vent when we're steamed. It goes back to that old childhood song, When I get all steamed up, hear me shout, tip me over and pour me out. When I get steamed up and I need to vent, boy, can I be poured all the way out before I ever feel good again. In our fast-paced society, we forget to slow down and listen. To listen to nature. To listen to God. To listen to each other. So I want us to pause for just a moment. If you need to close your eyes, close your eyes. Take in a deep breath, and I invite you to simply listen. 
Sometimes, when people vent to us, we listen to find the solution, a way to help. But sometimes all they really need is to vent, to be heard by someone, to release what is expanding inside of them. I'm guilty of doing this. I listen, and when I listen, I contribute by sharing stories or reacting by asking further questions, oftentimes instead of simply listening and allowing their suffering to be set free from sharing their story. Have you ever been listening to someone and as they pause, you think to yourself, I don't know what to say. And so you don't, you just keep listening and you're simply present. And in that moment when you don't say anything and they keep sharing, their story continues to flow. The pain, the joy, the brilliance, the heartache. Everything of life flows from their memories. The story continues on the person's own terms. There are no stories from us to sidetrack them. There are no words of comfort or solutions to distract the flow. There's comfort knowing someone is there. There's peace knowing we are being heard. If you're like me, you've had a really horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day before. And at the end of that horrible day when you get home and the first person you see you sit there and spend 10 minutes rattling off everything that was horrible about your day and then how did you feel You were exhausted at the end of the very bad day, but then you spend 10 minutes talking to someone and letting go of all of that pent-up anger, stress, and frustration. And then you feel like you've drank a five-hour energy drink and you're ready to go back to life again. There's healing in our tears. There's rejuvenation. There's life renewed. Kate Orson has a book on listening, and inside that book, she shares a story of a mother who had a young child. The child was too young to fully know how to express their feelings, and the mom had realized her child had started to act up more that week than usual. They were at the park, and the child just out of nowhere, burst into tears. The mom realized in that moment how very busy the last few days had been and how she had not spent any real time with her child. And in that moment of tears and crying it out in the park, she simply knelt down and was present with her child. In those tears, all the pain and hurt were released. They were healing tears, those listening tears. 
There's some cultures that believe listening to people is so powerful that it could prevent wars and violence from forming. They believe listening creates a more peaceful world and a better understanding of all sides of life. Patty Whipfler wrote this about herself. I was a busy, overwhelmed mom when I met a younger acquaintance who asked me what being a parent was like. I burst into tears. I explained that although I had always loved children, parenting was so much more exhausting and stressful than I ever thought it would be. I confessed that I was starting to lose my temper, being aggressive towards my children in similar ways to how I had been treated as a child. As I talked and cried, the woman just listened. Afterwards, I went home and found that I felt completely different. I had much more energy and renewed patience to be with my children again. Later, I went back to the woman and asked what she had done. And the woman explained that all she did was the simple act of listening. And how the simple act of listening can help us release our feelings. Crying is a healing process. It allows us to release stress and upset. There's no balm to heal the hurt of these poor people. So at the end of his lament, Jeremiah simply cries out in his pain and anguish, wanting nothing more than for someone to listen to his tears. There's no balm to soothe or calm or to make it better. But there are people with ears to listen. And in Jesus' own words, let all who have ears to hear, hear. That's our bomb. Listening. So let's sing verses 1 and 3 of number 501. There's a bomb in Gilliland.